on Triple M Modern Digital. That's right, everyone. Bert and Ernie are back on the airwaves. It's the Luke and Lewis show. And that that intro is still here, hasn't been upgraded, and we still love it, don't we, Luke? We do. You're definitely Bert because he's the taller one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he's the one that's, that's never excited to hear that intro. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yes, we're back today with two new, new segments, brand yes. new. Yes, new year, new me, new segments. Yes, uh, we've got, uh, we've got, uh, we're going to be going through some of my Airbnb reviews. Yeah, they're not positive. Well, most of them, most of all them. of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, we called uh, Stray Post today just to find out, well, to try and find out where our missing Savoys were. Yes, we were promised a hundred Savoys from uh, Arnott's. They sent us forty, so obviously the other sixty must be lost in the post. Yeah, uh, because they did promise. 100. So we called Australia Post to track them down. And uh, look, I'll give you a little clue. Very suspicious. Yeah, very, <laughs> very suspicious. Behavior. So all that and more coming up on the Luke and Lewis show. See you in a bit. Luke, uh, we had an eventful time while we were on break from this show. We went paintballing. We did. We went uh, out to a paintball field on a very hot day. Yeah. Uh, it was about 35 plus degrees. Way and, too uh, hot to do paintball. Yes. And we were wearing like big overalls, uh, like which is the big jumpsuits you get given, camo jumpsuits. Jumpsuits, and you decided to wear jeans under it, which is I thought was ambitious. Well, look, man, I told you I'm not wearing shorts. I don't care. <laughs> Even if shorts are going to be under pants Lewis, that they give you, I'm Lewis not wearing shorts. Does not wear shorts ever. He's adamant that he can't wear shorts under overalls, which is yeah. Do if- you wear pants under your undies? <laughs> No, they're too short. I wear long johns that go down to my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they give you safety equipment that they give you body armor around the chest. They give you like army fatigues to wear that by the smell, they've never been washed. No way. No. Like I, I kept, think they that hose the paint off and that's it. Oh yeah, I kept getting. I sat down. I kept getting whiffs of like fifty other dudes. Yeah, it's like I was wearing <laughs> cursed armor that was inhabited by the souls of its former users, <laughs> it, but in the form of bo. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> and um, Lewis, I've never seen Lewis take anything more seriously in his life. We got out there yeah. on the field. Uh, we got split up into two teams. We we're playing capture the flag, mm-hmm. and you. I've never seen anyone like I've never seen you care about anything more. No, I thought I would hate it. Uh, yeah. On the way there, I was like, this is going to suck. Yeah. But then I got there, put on the uniform, I got out onto the battlefield, and I was like, I'm taking these other team down. I was confident going in. Like, when the guy kind of gave me the like the gun and was like, hey, this is how you fight. I was like, mate, I played Bunk Hunter before. All right, I've played, I know how to play video games. I yeah. know how to operate a gun. I've never mm-hmm. operated a gun. I'm like, dude, I played laser tag. Just get on my face. Yeah. And then I kind of got out there and I completely turned. It was the opposite. I was like, oh, this, this hurts. You and got then shell I, shock. You pardon? just turned into a coward. Yeah. I saw you cowering in no, the No, I was... Some people call it cowardly. I'll I'll call it offering cover fire behind a mate. You won't give me any cover fire. I was out there trying to lead the troops. I was in front. I I picked up a riot shield and moved straight to the front. Well, and the, everyone everyone just left me out there. Yes, because they were strangers. This is the thing where when you go to these t- type of days, you're playing with strangers, yeah. right? And no one is going to band together to try and capture the flag. I don't, it's like, I don't know these people. No, I'll never true. see them again. But you were trying to strategize with complete strangers of how we're going to achieve this. And for some reason, no one was the same. Yeah, because we, we were like, all right, how are we going to achieve the objective? Everyone's like, mate, I just want to shoot paintballs at my friends. Who yeah, are you? Everyone, everyone wanted to shoot someone, but no one wanted to get hit. Yeah. Which is not how you play paintball. Okay? No. You've got to be in it to win it. Uh, you're- and it doesn't hurt that much. 
And I saw bruises. I figured out a system. They said uh, if you get hit in the head, it doesn't count. So all I did was I just sat behind cover with my head out, yeah. copping paintballs to the well, face. Well, you're so tall, your head didn't even yeah. get, couldn't be covered. Let me tell you, the, the mouth grills, they don't protect you very much. Yeah. The, the paintballs splatter Lewis, against the mouth grills. Lewis had like a smoothie of paint, like one gross. game, two liters just <laughs> down the gob. I think I had lead poisoning on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was an unfortunate thing, because I was so busy giving you cover fire at the back, um, yeah. I did cop one shot... Uh, to the crown jewels mm. from, pl- but the- here's the catch, right? That's not very good. Here's the catch: we we chose not to. It was twenty dollars to pay for extra uh, groin guards, and no way am I wearing a groin guard. Like judging by the smell of the body armor, <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, I don't need a groin. I don't guard need that the. Like that. I don't need yeah the groin guard. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need even worse. Someone's ball soles. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I I bruised up but, quite a bit. Did you yeah. bruise? No, I did. Here's the, your. There, I did. So what happened, right? <laughs> so is this what happened, right? You're thinking, oh, I got shot by someone on the opposite team. Yeah. Uh-uh. What happened was I chose not to get the groin guard, was playing mm. out there, very confident. Uh, I got hit in the arm, and so I put my hands up and went, oh, I've got to go back to the start. If you get hit, you have to go back. Yep. So I put my hands up like, guys, I've been hit, turned around, and then my teammates are shooting past me on the field. Betrayed. And then was just immediately betrayed, point blank range, three meters away, Copped it, bang, bang well, on. You know what, man? Uh, I actually, seeing as I was on the front lines trying to command the unit, mm. uh, I also copped one in that area, yeah. but uh, I was absolutely fine thanks to my jeans. Mm. So you should have <laughs> worn jeans. Yeah. I did have to sit out one of the games because I almost had heat stroke. Yes, yeah, so you sweated through them in about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but lesson learned, wear jeans and listen to your commanding officer, <laughs> Luke and Lewis. Lewis, uh, we go away a lot, travel around a bit with this uh, comedy career. Yeah, stand-up comedy. Yes. Tickets available at loosefears.com slash kicks. You're actually not touring at the moment, so you just plug nothing. Be. They will be available. Depen- well, follow me on Snapchat then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you travel, uh, we often stay at Airbnbs is yes. uh, our preferred. We're probably anti-hotel, I'd say. Well, I'm anti-spending money. Yes, really, so which means we're I'm very pro Airbnb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, when we stay at these Airbnbs, uh, you get reviewed. It's kind of like Uber, where yeah. each you review the host. You're staying in someone's actual house. Yes, often where they live. So, which means they that, care about everything in the house. Yes, for some reason. Well, if you truly cared about everything house, you wouldn't have strangers staying it. That's no, what I think. Exactly. But um, you get uh, reviewed by the host, and therefore you can review the host on how their hospitality was at the end of it. Mm. Now, it's widely known amongst at least our little group here that you're not, you don't get the best reviews after your stay. No, I think my problem is I treat Airbnbs like hotels, but I'm not willing to pay for a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> well, you still, the way, you know, okay, if you're treating hotels that badly. <laughs> Yeah. That's, <laughs> then that's also a worry. Yeah, well, there's no review process yes. with hotels. So. so I thought today we should kind of explore this a bit more, and we're doing a brand new segment. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this. Lewis's reviews on Airbnb. Oi! 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 Don't touch that! That is right. Lewis's reviews on Airbnb. This is a segment where... I am going to... Well, we've actually got uh, reviews recorded yeah, in. Of yeah, what, what, the, I've, what I've done is... These I've are actual through. reviews these that you've real, gotten. Real word-for-word reviews. I've gotten a few people around the office to read out some actual...
sexual reviews that are on my Airbnb account. I haven't heard these. I just know that you always say, oh, man, they gave me a really bad recommendation again. And I've... Look, I stay in a lot of Airbnbs, right? This segment's <laughs> going to make me sound evil, but I, I do like 15 different Airbnbs a year. So, you know, at least at least 12 of them are going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so how it's going to work is that we're going to play a recording of word for word what a review that someone left Lewis. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, I just want to get you to justify... Easy. How it's so bad. Easy I still can't fathom. All right, let's hear the first one now. We definitely do not recommend Lewis to other Airbnb hosts. The apartment was messed up after Lewis and his friends stayed. He left a tree inside the fridge and everything else was taken out. I remember. Ah, yes. Tree Airbnb. Wait, stop. You left... I remember this one You left well. a tree inside a fridge. Did you take everything... Out of the fridge. I wasn't there for this one. Uh, no, Usually I'm here for these. Yeah. Uh, well, look. Uh, <laughs> now, by everything out of the fridge, they don't mean like just the butter and the milk. Uh, to fit a tree in a fridge, you actually have to take the shelves out. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows this at home, but uh, it's, uh, it's quite a task. And what was the purpose of putting a tree in a stranger's fridge? Uh, very good reason. It was kind of amusing at the time. <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> really, I think that guy should have given me a five-star review going, wow, man, I didn't even know that tree fit in the fridge. Thanks. <laughs> now I know. I can fit, I can fit trees in my fridge. Did it make the tree look nicer? It made Did the it fridge improve the fridge? Yeah, sorry, I think yeah, you would open the, the fridge and you get a nice waft of, like, yeah. you know, wattle. Nice, fresh, cold yeah, tree. exactly. I mean, that's, this guy should thank me. I think he should. I think he, Did you he, freeze the tree or you don't know you left? Well, it'd be a very chilly tree. Yeah. <laughs> so I did leave. So Clearly the guy wasn't wrapped with so it. So there you go, the man. Girl. That's, there's my explanation. All right, cool. I think this is literally just recently. Yeah. I, know, I think we have the review for this one. I don't actually know the review yet. No. But recently we went to Adelaide over the summer together. We yeah. stayed in an Airbnb for one you night. You make out like I'm the worst person on the planet with Airbnbs. Lewis. You are there with me. You're a bad influence. Yeah. I, I didn't. You got tomato. You got spaghetti on the roof. <laughs> We're in Adelaide, we were cooking uh, a bit of spaghetti, yep. and uh, we you somehow slapped the spatula in the pan, and you yes. got the meat sauce and spaghetti on the roof, and then... Which we, was funny. We had to mop the roof. <laughs> yeah, we had to get out the mop and mop the roof, because it was so high. Uh, didn't do a two-flash job. We, there was still spaghetti and meat sauce on the on roof the before roof. we left. Um, but uh, Luke... And we- I have not... I didn't he want to know the review for this. I just, I don't care. Yeah. It's, look, not my, it's not on my account. I don't care. Because it took a few days for the review to come in. Normally, Were you nervy in over the few that's days? That's a bad sign. Yeah. If it's a few days, they're, they're being like, I don't even know how to explain this. <laughs> I need a couple of days to think about it, chill out, relax, check for other damage. Not often do you have to complain about, oh, I had to mop the roof after yeah. my guest. So uh, this one uh, is review for the Spaghetti on the Roof Airbnb. Lewis stayed at our modern apartment in Adelaide. He was easy to communicate with and left the apartment clean. We recommend him to other hosts and hope to have him stay with us again in the future. See, spaghetti on the roof. Top feedback. They didn't not. They clearly didn't look at the roof. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the first thing that you check is the floor and the yeah. cupboards. You don't really look at the roof. Yeah. But uh, too late. He's already reviewed me. <laughs> I assume he's noticed it now. I don't, it doesn't matter, mate. I'm coming back. We're bringing this segment back next week. <laughs> I know there's, there's many more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Luke and Lewis. And uh, it's time to talk about Elon Musk, Luke. Yep. Um, I love talking about this guy. I'm a big fan of what he does. And yesterday you were poo-pooing him. Well... 
he's one of your favorite, I guess, entrepreneurs slash inventors. Yeah. Is that I what mean, he is? You should be pretty grateful to him, man. He invented the Tesla, yeah, which is the only way you can listen to our show in the car. Yes, is if you- that's true. <laughs> or if you have a newish BMW, 2016 model Anything or with a digital radio. So Tesla, BMW, yeah. spaceship. Well... Honestly, if he was so successful, we'd have a few more listeners. <laughs> I'm not a huge rap for Elon. Yeah, so a win for him is a win for us. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, and uh, But couple... this isn't about the car. He's made something else. No, a couple of days ago, he released a flamethrower to buy for some reason. He's just like, ah, I'm going to make a flamethrower. Yeah. $500, a portable flamethrower that anyone can buy. And as soon as you told me this, I was super excited. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is going to be great. Can't wait to see it. And then you showed me a video of the flamethrower working. Uh-huh. Wasn't impressed. Why not? It was just a portable stove. <laughs> it, was, it was essentially camping equipment with an open flame. Well, it was it's like, like a gun. It's it was like a gun, like a gun. It's kind of shaped like a water gun, and it looks it like a Nerf a gun. Flame about maybe thirty centimeters out, which is. Pretty I was expecting big. like light up a street kind of. You would kill yourself, man, if you had one of them. Do you reckon he could trust? Like he's he's sold about twelve thousand of these. Mm. Do you reckon twelve thousand people could be trusted with a street long flame? Well, that's why I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty exciting. It'll make for a good news week for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, but I just thought, oh, you were raving about it, and I was like, yeah, it's essentially like a big match. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's pretty much a portable stove. It's a very but, expensive um, match. Could you even light a cake with it, or would it burn the cake? Well, uh, someone said, someone has said, what do you uh, even use it for? I don't know. Well, someone said <laughs> uh, this feels illegal because it's it's. I mean, it's kind of a gun that he's selling. Well, it's kind of like flame. military equipment. Yeah. So Elon Musk says uh, he's using a legal loophole here. He says the law says any flamethrower with a flame shorter than 10 feet is A-OK. Our design is max fun for least danger, which, you know, <laughs> there's there's a scale to things. You know, like the least amount of danger for a slide is, oh, you, you might hurt your knee. Mm. Least amount of danger for a flamethrower I don't have a face anymore. Yeah, but so what Elon Musk done, he's made a vertical slide, essentially. Yes. <laughs> Technically a slide, but it's like, mate, you should have put walls on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Lots of people hurting their knee. Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's interesting that he's invented a Tesla, which is an electric car, to save the environment mm-hmm. because it doesn't burn gas. But then he's also <laughs> gone and invented a gun, which its only purpose is to burn gas. Yeah. For no reason. He's doesn't just, even transport you. He's just cancelling his other work out. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, great work with the uh, electronic stuff. Oh, what's that? You sold 12,000 units to burn gas. Good. That, <laughs> we're back at ground yeah, zero. Yeah, we're back at ground zero. And what's he going to do next? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably make a vertical slide, guys. Yeah, all right. Vertical slides from Elon Musk. Wait, are you going to get one? Um, I don't think... I don't know. Can you ship it overseas? Huh? I was thinking about it. Oh, don't bring it here. <laughs> I don't trust you around. No, I'll just get the vertical slide. Yeah. <laughs> Luke and Lewis. It's Luke, but also it's Lewis. You are Lewis. I'm Luke. Yes. Great start. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know. We don't say lunch anymore. Yeah. I'm trying to change it up. <laughs> now, Lewis, uh, yesterday you were... You were working your way around the office in a very uncomfortable manner. You were a bit yeah. uncomfortable yesterday. Yeah, I was. Please do explain yourself. Well, uh, it was our first day back, and where we plan our show now has moved from our office to like a regular conference room, which is surrounded by Triple M employees. Normally, we, we plan upstairs, but now we're actually in Triple M. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were planning our show, planning it normally, a lot of noise, not much planning going along. Um, and I walked out of the office when we were done, 
and there were about six people standing around right outside the office door just staring at me. Yeah. Like, who's this guy? And I thought, no, nah, no, we've we've done it. We I thought we just made a horrendous impression because we were too loud. We were disrupting everyone. They were just giving me dirty looks. Yeah. And well, it's not the impression we want to give off because most people haven't heard of Modern Digital. Yeah, they don't know that Triple M Modern Digital is here. We don't want our first impression to be, oh, the loud guys. Yeah. Are, which is true, but also not the best rep to have. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just felt... I, I felt like I had made an awful first impression and I had disrupted all the And employees. then you spent the rest of the day tiptoeing around going like, I don't want to disrupt anyone. Yeah, for the rest of the day, I was just in and out everywhere. I was like, you can't see me. I'm a ghost. I'm not disrupting anyone because the last thing I would want to do is, is disrupt everyone doing work in the Triple M office. You don't pay any attention, do you? <laughs> Lewis, he walks around. He's in his own little world. <laughs> I was with, I was there, but we all walked out together of the office yeah. when everyone was staring at us. Yeah, correct. Because we were being loud. No, they were staring at us because we they were all playing office mini golf, and we walked straight through their mini golf game. Did we? The guy was holding a putter. <laughs> Why were they playing mini golf in the office? Because it was it's fun. Oh, because it's Triple M, yeah, of course. Because they have fun. to play some kind of sport, yeah. otherwise it's not Triple well, M. You almost stepped on the hole, oh. and then we're like, oh, why are they all staring at us? I was like, because you ruined their game, and oh. you're disrupting it for over 10 seconds. Right. Well, then I don't feel I don't feel bad at all. I should have jumped out of the office and told them no, you to should stop feel disrupting even, you everyone else. Sh- you should feel even worse now yeah, actually, for disrupting a perfectly good mini golf game in the office. Oh no, that's, that's way like worse a, than that's being a loud. Giant sin that's a triple M sin. That's a triple a tri- sin. Triple S. <laughs> Three sins. <laughs> that's a that's a giant sin. I mean I might uh, the only thing worse I could do is is just, I don't know, interrupt a Guns N' Roses song. Yeah. <laughs> or just like spit and shame warn. I don't know. <laughs> Luke and Lewis. It's Luke and or Lewis. Lewis, uh, time for another brand new segment. Second yes. one of the show. Big show of first. Double brand new seggies yep. on, on today's show. Yep. It's New Seggy Tuesday with Luke and or Lewis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we brought this one to the show because we realised that uh, in life, uh, particularly you and I are very guilty of this, mm. we have lots of gaps in our knowledge. Sometimes we'll yeah. notice just in conversation that one of us, will, and one that happened on the show, people might remember, was uh, I think I made a reference to Garfield hating Mondays. Yeah. And uh, you just went, what? I had and no idea. You knew about Garfield's love for lasagna, but didn't yeah. know these other stereotype of hating Mondays, which we all thought here in the office, oh, that's a pretty well-known thing. Yeah. It's funny how you've missed that. Bit of a gap. Especially yeah. because I know about the lasagna thing. I know one thing, but not another. Yeah. Another one, uh, I think I incorrectly thought that Christmas was on the 24th. So yeah. You I knew th- Christmas was coming up. You didn't, didn't know, know the date of Christmas. That one's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's less of a gap, more of a giant 23 cabin. Christmases, you just haven't paid attention. Yeehaw. As to what day. <laughs> <laughs> so today, uh, we thought, let's do this. I wasted time instead of learning, so I've got gaps in my knowledge. I miss that, I miss that, I miss not. I actually don't know what you're talking about. What? (laughs) (laughs) That is right, gaps in your knowledge. Can I just say, amazing singing. Thank you very much. 
little bit of sarcasm in there. Right. Well, Reese Maston did say on our show last year that we are both uh, an amazing vocal talent. Maybe it's. I actually said you guys are quite the vocal talent, aren't you? I think the the problem was it was just you. I think the only time any of us can sing is when the others harmonising. Mm. Thanks, Reese, for the tip. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so this is Gaps in Your Knowledge, and yeah. today's one uh, is actually internal for us, uh, comes internally, and uh, you guys can send them in if you want to the Luke and Lewis page. Yeah, if, if you have you, any gaps if you, if, you, if you've discovered that your mate has a huge gap in their knowledge, we'd love to hear about and have a chat to you. But um, this one came in our production meeting yesterday, planning the show, we yeah. usually just record it. Literally just in case we throw out a good idea and go, what was that again? Or in case our producer, Maddie, says something dumb. That's which, the main uh, reason. happens frequently, Yeah, actually. that's the main reason why we do it. We tell her it's, it's for planning, but really it's just to hear the things she says. Yes. So uh, we can put it on radio. <laughs> uh, our producer, Maddie, she's, uh, she's from Ballarat, which is a regional town in Australia, which explains everything that yeah. you need to know. Well, usually we sympathize for, with her because, like, oh, yeah, you missed that. You lived in the country for 20 years. Yeah, but and this one was... Inexcusable. Really no excuse. Uh, we were talking about going into the store Gucci, quite an expensive designer store. Yeah. And um, she d- wasn't familiar with what a kimono was. Yeah, and this is what happened. Well, you know when you go into Gucci and it's like you kind of walk around and you're like... Like, the other day I was standing in there and there was just like a mannequin wearing like $7,000 like, kimono. Like, and I was like, who in Melbourne's coming into... Yeah, to a buy a Gucci. <laughs> Is that what you just meant? I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know what a kimono, kimono is. Kimono, kimono, a kimono, <laughs> like the Japanese. It's <laughs> in Japan. Oh my god, Ballarat, everyone. <laughs> kimono, kimono is what it got referred to, and because uh, you obviously would have heard that, I just stayed silent. You kind of nodded and went, oh wait, what? And I was just nodding, thinking, oh, I'm not familiar with what a kimono is, thinking like it's some yeah. weird fashion accessory. I think but- I only barely got that she meant kimono. Yeah. Because only because I was like, what kind of store sells a kimono? Oh, a designer one. Because the only one, the only people who buy a kimono yeah. is because it has a brand on it. Yeah. So, I don't know. That one just confused me. <laughs> and kimono sounds like, it she- sounds like a breakfast radio show. Yeah. <laughs> it's kimono on Triple M Modern Digital. Yeah. They might be taking away our ratings <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> and um, yeah, we just thought, wow, that's a huge gap in their knowledge. And I did sympathize with Maddie a bit because I had one uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. The car brand Peugeot. Yes, Peugeot. Was bragging about it to a few friends. I think oh. I was making a joke at the time. Did you spell Peugeot? Uh, can I spell it? I do know how it's spelled, but that's the reason. Yeah. I pronounced how it's spelled. I was making jokes to uh, friends and I said, ah, oh, look at that guy in the Pugot. <laughs> and everyone went, what? And I, this was like a school excursion in oh, year 12. Like I, there was like 48 people on a bus to ridicule me at the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll never forget it from that day on. It's it's Persia, everyone, not Pugot. Why would it, Just in case you didn't know. You know, know. it's these. I, I knew that there were cars called Peugeots, mm. but I never put Pugot and... <laughs> you thought there were two different yeah, brands. Yeah, I thought they were two different brands. Well, you're listening to the Kimono driving you home in a Pugot. <laughs> It's Luke featuring Lewis. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, Radio Mike, our button pusher, came in today with uh, a bit of buzz in his step. Yep. He came in... Uh, bit, bit excited over there, Radio Mike. Yeah, weren't you? How come you were excited? He's, well, uh, would you like us to tell them or you? 
Yeah, okay. He's he's refusing to speak. <laughs> Radio Mike uh, was talking to met more. I was going to say met someone, but was having he a bit says of a, that he's met someone on Bumble, which is a dating app. app. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he's been talking to a girl all, all day, day. Uh, on Bumble. Been getting along quite well. Blushing uh, all day, <laughs> giggling, very cute. Looking at his phone. Yes. Um. And so we we asked him, "What are you doing on your phone? What's going on?" And we've been kind of overseeing these messages, kind of just all day loosely, just going, "Oh, like Mike's been kind of updating." us and then throughout the day Lewis and I have had more and more reason to presu- like to really assume that or I more think, to suspect we I suspect you're getting catfished we believe you're getting catfished because we don't believe this girl exists <laughs> I think she does I yeah, think she definitely does because... I've never had an experience with catfishing before well there's ever there's a time first time for everything because this girl <laughs> you she's you told us she sent you a couple of photos of herself, nothing racy, but just of herself. But in ev- in all of the photos, she's wearing the same outfit as she is in her display picture. So and that would have to most mean she of the took pictures- a display picture today. Yes. Which is, is very fishy, a little bit catfishy, <laughs> I would say. Um and it's the, a similar outfit. It's not. Yeah. It's not the same one. It's and similar. During the show, kind of, we've been doing the show enough. We weren't planning on bringing this on air, but during the show, I, I said to Mike, "All right, well, th- we got to work out a way where we prove this." Mm. And then um, you go, "Oh, okay." So she's currently. List- <laughs> so can I just disclaim that at no point did I think she was catfishing? Yeah, you guys. Mike's the- very confident, but uh, yeah. look, mate, I think you back yourself a little bit too Here's much. The thing. Very pretty girl. <laughs> You've currently said to her, or him, or her, whoever it is. <laughs> A dog. This Nigerian prince yeah. you're speaking with. He's speaking to some dude in Saudi Arabia right now. He's currently is apparently listening to this show. Uh, yes, and then currently listening. Okay, she or he is currently <laughs> listening to this show. And you said, hey, to prove you're listening, uh, can you send a picture of you listening to the show on your laptop? Yeah. And then she said, what? Why? <laughs> Very suspicious, Mike. You're being catfished, mate. <laughs> and we've, you followed it up saying, oh, I just want you to show that you're actually listening. She took a photo of her computer, but there were no body yeah. parts in it, no head, no hands. And also... Just the screen. And also, uh, he, Mike's been going, no, she's being so nice. Yeah, because she wants your credit card number. <laughs> like, what? So what do you have to say for yourself, Mike? Uh, I think you guys are way overthinking it. She seems really nice. All right. I think you're way she's well, really lovely. It. I'm enjoying chatting to her. I yeah. think. How much money have you sent her so far? <laughs> Zero dollars. Oh. Now, we thought there's only one way to prove this, where yeah. she says she's listening right now, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So, 1-300-161-006. This girl, are you or are you not, or whoever is listening, you know who you are. Yeah, if you're talking to Radio Mike on Bumble, are you a real girl or are you catfishing Mike? one 161 give us a call if you're catfishing Mike or if you're actually real and want to date him. We'll be back after this. It's a little bit of Luke and a sprinkle of Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, before the song, Lewis, um, we had reason to suspect that uh, our button pusher here on our show, Radio Mike, has was being catfished all day. He's yes. been speaking to a girl on the dating app Bumble. Uh, and Giggling in the corner, blushing. Mm-hmm. He's got his finger in his mouth right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's fallen for not. this. He's fallen for this girl, mm. but we think that this girl could be either a robot or a man from India, mm. <laughs> trying to get your credit card details. So we put it out there. We thought, you know what? She said that she was listening to the show. 
She insisted she was listening. Mike asked her to send a photo. She only sent a photo of the laptop of her listening to the show. Mm-hmm. No body parts in it, no face. So we thought, you know what? If this girl really wants to prove that she's real and she is listening, she would call us. So we put the challenge out there to give us a call if you are talking to Mike on Bumble right now. Yeah. And we actually have one caller. We did get a call. So now, we don't know who the girl. call is. We just know there's a caller. Mm. I'm very excited to hear. We're going to find out whether or not the person you're speaking to on Bumble, Mike, is uh, is is real or a catfish. Okay. How are you feeling, Radio Mike? Uh, pretty good. I don't really... I, I actually answered the call. I have a feeling it's not her. So. <laughs> All right. Okay, well... Uh, okay, is the person up on, on the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you catfishing Radio Mike? Welcome yeah. to the show. <laughs> <laughs> is that your girl, Mike? No, I recognise your voice. You've called this show before, I swear. <laughs> no, okay. I haven't. Yeah. So this guy, obviously, I think is uh, might be a bit of a stalker, Mike. He listens to the show. He's made a fake account on Bumble to try and track you down and get your credit card number. What's your What's your main goal here, man? I just I just want to get close to him. I'm a big <laughs> fan of Radio Mike's radio moments. <laughs> yep. See, that, exactly my my hypothesis. Well, thank you very much for for owning up to it. So you're coming clean on the air. Is that why you've called? If he agrees, he'll start talking to me again. <laughs> yeah. Well, he hasn't stopped talking to you. So. Yeah, so how do you feel, we did Mike? Over that music break. How do, you, how do you feel, Mike? You've been catfished. I, oh, God, you got me, guys. I feel terrible. <laughs> and, oh, this is so embarrassing. Mike's still insisting that this is not her. I'm still in shock, actually. Yeah. So, okay, well, Mike, if she was real, she would have called. Yeah. Maybe she stopped listening or doesn't want to talk to you guys. Yeah. That's, that, you know what? That's a huge possibility. <laughs> that, is, that is very I true. wouldn't want to speak to us either. Well, we can prove this, can't we? Yeah, okay. Well, if you are still listening, send a video to Mike with your face in it. No, no, no. I more just meant like, what's the last message that you sent? Yeah. Do you, right. Don't say it, don't say it. We'll get, have we still got... Have we still got Catfisher? Yeah. Uh, uh, what? Uh, Catfisher. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got we've Cat- what's the last message there? that Mike sent you? I love you. <laughs> Oh, that's, that sounds right pretty Radio Mike. That does sound like Radio Mike. Mike, is that what Mike. you wrote? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so someone's, someone's call just called and said... Someone's pretending. So, yeah. Okay, so we've, we've confirmed that their caller was not catfishing Mike, but we still haven't confirmed whether Mike is being catfished mm. or not. The other person just didn't call. You're still being catfished, mate. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lose all your money. <laughs> Luke and Lewis. It's heaps of Luke and stacks of Lewis. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, we're coming to the end of the show. Yep. It's time to delve into the so the missing Savoy's mystery. Yes, Luke. we got sent 40 packets of Savoy's of the promised, the enthusiastically clearly promised 100 packets of yes. Savoy's. We spoke to the PR person at Arnott's, Renee, and she very clearly promised that she was going to send us 100 boxes. In fact, some people were doubting that she said 100, but we have the recording the audio's here. Clear as day. Mike, hit it. I'll see what I can do about that, boys. Savoy's for the boys! 100 boxes of Savoy's, confirmed by Renee. She clearly said, Luke and Lewis, stop you there. Don't go any further. I'm going to send you 100 boxes of Savoy's. They were already in the mail by the time she finished the sentence. Mm. That's how sure I was. I mean, you heard it. I I wouldn't believe it uh, unless I had the recording right there. She promised 100 (laughs) boxes of Savoy's. We all heard it. Um, So. No need to keep repeating yourself. (laughs) Mate, she promised 100 boxes. So. When uh, when we got the email saying yep. that there was a large package waiting for us in reception, we thought, sweet, this is our 100 boxes of Savoy's. We get there, 
40 boxes we of We discovered that only two-fifths of the shipment had been shipped. So That's we thought, 40%. Yeah. Mm. Well done. Good math, Lewis. You're, you're very welcome, mate. Mm. I'm glad it was 100. Out of 100. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to do that. No, you can't do percentages if it's not out of 100. But uh, we thought, you know what? We need to get to the bottom of this. Yes. So earlier in the day, we actually tried calling Australia Post with uh, or a post office or Australia Post. We tried both. Renee wouldn't have lied to us because no. she promised 100. So the other 60% or 60 boxes, bit of math there for you, uh, will either be on the way or in Australia Post or just somewhere. They we must just, be on our way to We just us. thought they'd been lost in the mail. They'd yeah. been an error. So we thought we call the local post office and we thought we'd call uh, Australia Post, yes. but when we spoke to them... They uh, weren't happy at well, all. Well, they didn't give us permission to air the phone call. <laughs> yeah, they were very grumpy. Uh, they they were not happy that we insisted that they check the back. They yeah. told us that they weren't there. Uh, we got them to check again. Uh, they weren't happy, and they didn't give us permission to air the call, but fortunately... They also insisted that the phone call had gone too far at one point when yes. I was suggesting that they were Jats rats, and I was asking them <laughs> to own up about what they'd done. <laughs> we accused them of stealing the mail. I wonder why they didn't want us to wear it. Which, is a, which <laughs> come to think of it, that's a giant offence when you work for Australia Post stealing yeah. the mail. You go to jail. Yeah, that's why they wouldn't, didn't want to air it, because they were probably guilty. So. Yeah, so luckily though, we've used our supreme acting skills to reenact this phone call yes. word for word. This is exactly what happened with just a dabble of improv. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Radio Mike, this is how uh, the call went. Hit it. Hello, I am a post office employee called Percy. Hello, Percy. I'm a radio presenter called Luke. Do you have a large package with Luke and Lewis on it? I will have a look out the back for you, Luke. Thanks very much, Percy. Yes, I'm still here. Well, I couldn't find a large package, but Beryl tells me that Lewis has one of his own, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Lewis. (laughs) No, wait. Oh, no, Percy. Is there anything else I can help you with, darling? Just out of curiosity, Percy, uh, do you like Savoy's or Jats more? I'm sorry? I said, do you like Savoy's or Jats? What? One more time for me, Luke. Do you like Savoy Biscuits or Jats Percy? Oh, well, I've never even heard of Jats Percy's before. So, you're a Savoy boy then. Oh, what? Are you a Savoy? Percy, did you take the 60 boxes of Savoy's? I think this conversation has gone far enough. Goodbye. Sorry, Percy, before we go, can we have permission to air this? You're off. (laughs) (laughs) Almost word for word. That's exactly what happened. So, guys, they're guilty. They're very guilty. Very aggressive as well. (laughs) Also, they mentioned something about me having a large package. That was the improv. I don't know if you caught it. He's up, Percy. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, now I don't know what we're going to do, but um, we're going to have to theorize more about where the other 60 boxes are. Tomorrow, I think we give Australia Post a rest. Let's try and get a hold of Renee. Maybe Renee from Arnott's will actually be able to give us an answer. At least send us a tracking number. But before we do that, Luke... Um, I think. Are you ready, Mike? You be, yeah, it's time. It's time for a little bit of this. That's right, Luke Kidgel. You thought I forgot about this <laughs> old joke. Not true, sir. Here's your Christmas surprise. 
Hey, Luke, guess what? It's time for a surprise. I bet you thought I wouldn't do one. It's a very, very late Christmas surprise recorded at the end of Jan. It's 2018. I didn't forget that I was supposed to surprise you. It's been two months and the joke is old, but I just do not care. If you've tuned in and you're confused, let me explain the joke for you. Luke made one of these at Christmas. He did it three times in a row. If I'm being honest, I meant to do one for the final show, but I could not be bothered and I never did it. So I'm doing one. It was worth the wait. You're welcome, Luke Kidjol. Merry surprise Christmas song day. There you go, mate. I got, it. I got there in the end. I was real, that was way better than mine. <laughs> you actually put a bit of effort into it. Well, a little bit. All my training paid off. I had about three months to think about it. That was really good. I'm surprised because yeah, you're you not much. often January 30th are you expecting a late Christmas surprise. <laughs> I thought they were all done. All right. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. We will see you tomorrow, and we're going to get down to the bottom of this Savoy mystery. This is heaps of Luke and, I don't know, whatever else I've said throughout the show. And a little bit of us. Yeah, see ya. Uh, <laughs>